Hi guys, this is Steve from Booker Workshop and we've got Devaya here. Thank you Devaya for coming on board with us. My pleasure man. Giving you guys a small introduction about Devaya. Devaya is the co-founder for All Small, All Small, the ex head writer for AIP, the ex is next over the individual. And I would like to go on, but the thing is, I won't be doing justice to his introduction. So Devaya, I would like you to tell me something about yourself before we go ahead with the whole interview. I've seen that you've been working with a lot of these different brands, doing something very different, very radical, and very things that have basically changed the way digital media has is currently right now. So I believe six years six years ago is when you basically took a move from traditional media, basically towards from the advertisement, and that's why you got into writing with AIB and came up with different things. How how would you say the difference was? Like how was it different? coming back from a tradition background towards the digital space how was it different how did you tackle it what was it that you looked at uh so in 2015 well uh i feel the in indian advertising industry hadn't caught on to like the space at which in uh, the indian internet was growing and social media was booming there was just like uh, people in the advertising industry just pretended like these things uh, didn't exist or these things would not uh, one day come and bite them in the in their ass in terms of businesses and uh, for me i was uh, not having a i was not having a good time in advertising in terms of the fact that um, advertising also working in an ad agency much like anywhere else is a lot of luck involved like uh, you know you're slaving your way through months and writing these ad films and thinking of campaigns xyz and sometimes uh, you know the client bombs it for all the wrong reasons sometimes you know five months you work on a campaign and the client decides to drop it so yeah you have very little work to show at the end of it so it's a lot of um, luck also that sort of gets in here gets in your way and i felt that i wasn't just like killing it um i felt that uh, i wasn't uh, getting things out and uh, i thought that the struggle there was um, was it worth it and also um the industry itself the whole communication industry was changing so i thought okay let me just be um let me just do something radical here and uh, completely upset my career and my parents by quitting uh, advertising and uh, that's what i did in 2015 and then when i moved to like the content field like basically like ib um the the work is completely different the writing style is different the way you think is different the way you uh create content is different the budgets are different mm-hmm. um uh, there is more independence uh and you are used to like the first 8 years of my life and after 7 years of my life in advertising i'm used to a certain style of thinking um uh um, with a lot of limitations about brand what the client is going to say how you retain business and suddenly you have none of those and you are just supposed to think and like make cool stuff so um so that journey about a lot of unlearning things because what happens is you you condition your mind uh 
if you keep doing the same thing over and over again you subconsciously condition your mind to think a certain way right so exactly. if for the first 7 years of your life you're like hey i can't do this i can't do that uh you know this something a client won't buy this something you know you will lose business this is something your boss won't buy so you just you put con- terms and conditions upon yourself while thinking and now suddenly you say none of these exist just there is the internet you can create whatever the fuck you want go ahead and do it it doesn't come naturally Correct. so uh so the first uh, few months was just about unlearning what i'd learned uh, making new mistakes uh you know kind of figuring how uh, you know the internet works figuring how content consumption on the internet happens figuring the truths about uh internet users um and what kind of kills it because you are you are doing things earlier when see when something's not your profession and you just do it as a part time hobby or just like as a stress buster um you don't go very deep into it even if you have some amount of success it is just basically very raw talent and just uh, beginner's luck right like uh, if you go fishing on one day and then the first day you catch like about three of them yeah that's just that's a beginner's luck you can't go every day and do that but if you're a professional you're supposed to go and do that every day right so writing for the internet we all write status updates we all like write put up our posts and stories but when you're supposed to put it up at a prof- as a profession uh, and you're supposed to get engagement and virality as your day job uh, the rules change and your thinking changes so you have to have an understanding of what works how it works and when it works so um, so learning that uh, took a lot of time for me in the initial 5 6 7 months mm-hmm. just to get those things right unlearn what i had learned for 7 years uh, you know sort of uh, strip myself of all the terms and conditions that apply to myself and understand how the internet works at a very professional level where you are not just second guessing and you are not just messing around so these kind of things that to unlearn and learn new new tricks for the first 6 7 8 months so that was a very important learning period for me i think uh, uh, humility is the most important factor over there and uh, zero ego because i think the first step in unlearning is knowing that what you've learned needs to be sort of unlearned right uh, you can't stick to things saying that hey i've done this for 7 years i've got 7 years of experience so you know screw you like this is what it is this is how things happen so those uh, i think uh, so i think that is a little important like i think humility is important um of not fearing the like a failure is is an important thing step in unlearning and i think the most basic step is acceptance right like you have to accept that this is something you don't know uh despite you having spent years doing this particular craft you have to accept that it's all changed you have to accept the rules have changed you have to accept like the media has changed and you have to uh, then with all your humility say i don't understand this and actively seek help and ask questions to people without fearing embarrassment or coming across like looking like a fool like you know with that in your mind okay. so i think uh, if you ask me in very brief i think it's like um you to, in order to unlearn the most important skill is humility and uh, zero ego and 
with the current situation where everyone is locked kind of due to pandemic pandemic everyone stuck at home hmm. there are a lot of companies who are looking at getting in touch directly to the consumers which is basically d2c direct to consumers yeah. so when it comes to marketing or come running ads or basically getting getting a hook to these customers what would you say and how do we say like how do we go to it and how is the process going to be towards getting those kind of clients and getting those people towards you as a brand uh i mean i i'm i'm, I'm no expert um but i feel uh, um you know people sense lack of empathy uh in a second right and people sense in gen uh, being uh, like not being genuine for for example for what is the one word for not being genuine i can't get it uh people sense uh the fact that uh, you know you are just uh, getting on to the bandwagon or uh, you have zero empathy or just doing this just to like sort of uh, sell your product uh, and uh, you need to have an understanding of how the whole nuance of what is happening right now works right and only then can you um, sort of communicate so i think um, and people are very smart and they can sense these things and most importantly they all have a voice right now so in the 90s if you watch something that was rubbish or hurt your sentiments uh, or that was politically incorrect you could not do anything right like now you can just tweet and like update and just uh, shit post about it so it makes it you have to be doubly careful about these things so i think um, like if you are trying to reach out during a pandemic i think the most important thing for me is understanding of what is right what is wrong uh what are the things that you can do in order to sell your product because at the end of it you are selling your product right so uh it's about how you are like people know you're selling a product people know your ulterior motive is for them to buy it but how you do it makes a difference and uh if you are not genuine about um accepting the reality right now and you are just trying to milk it it just comes through very easily if you have zero empathy and that is going to put people off so i think uh, maybe that uh could be helpful in one way um maybe the other thing is that uh, obviously content consumption is at an all time high right now because everyone's at home and uh, mr ambani has blessed us with a lot of internet <laughs> and uh, we all have great internet high speed internet and everyone's at home bored you can't step out so your content consumption is at at its peak so um so i think um, it is easier if you ask me to advertise right now because there are fewer distractions uh, as opposed to pre pandemic and uh, and 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 more people wanting to be distracted but not able to get that escape so everyone's trying to find escape in netflix and amazon and hotstar uh, in watching shows to sort of calm themselves down and uh, so content consumption is at tire so uh, so it's a perfect time to advertise and it's i think easier to reach out to a consumer right now is what i think change that happens to the internet is the landscape landscape keep changing often and when it comes to content creators how do they need to adapt to this 
how do you become big how do you go a bit viral what is it that you want to like what what would you say to these people see like why um like going viral virality is definitely a science right like it's not like luck it's not that you know you don't know how to go viral i mean that that is what i say beginners luck right but if you have to go viral on a regular basis there are things you do there are things you learn there are things you unlearn um and uh, you put yourself out there uh what it is i think it's going to take a lot of time for me to explain it and also i'll charge you a lot of money uh <laughs> but uh, but i can tell you that it's a science and you will figure it out when you do it um and um your other i, I think your question was uh, the changing landscape correct, right correct. so i think the inter- so so the internet keeps changing um every two years right the kind of content uh, it's like fashion it's it's a, i mean the literally the word described on the internet that does well is trend and that that is because the trends keep changing so if you are doing one kind of content a particular type of sketch writing a particular format in 2015 like that is not going to hold in 2020 uh man platforms disappear in 5 years like you know in 3 years uh, like i mean 2018 we were all on facebook like 2017 i i think we were hardly on instagram right we were more on facebook a uh, very little time on instagram and now in 2020 i don't even think people know what facebook is right like when was the last time you went to went on facebook to like draw leave a probably for a birthday wish i don't even think people do that these days but um yeah so look at that like you have like one of the biggest internet companies in the world that revolution internet brands that revolutionize social media culture mm-hmm. in just like a decade ago uh not being relevant right now right like it like it's isn't it shocking that in it's it's shelf life the the thing that changed the world forever no and got all of us closer and in weird ways has not lasted after 7 years so um which i don't know any other um, like you know companies that have gone so brands that have gotten so irrelevant uh for like a cer- certain set of audience um in such a short span of time that had such a profound impact on our lives so that is the reality of the internet right so um so i think with like if you are a content creator on the internet you have to be sort of cognizant to this fact and you have to either keep trying to spot what the next trend is or if you are really good at it create the next trend and um and like right now people subscribe to people on the internet right like you know you want to subscribe to like uh, uh, ashish chansan you want to subscribe to a bbk wines you want to subscribe to like people like you know you're not subscribing to groups you're not subscribing to collectives anymore mm-hmm. um and also like you want to see people's life um like unfold on real time like that's what you're vlogging and what we're doing like live streaming is so um um uh, and and we are extremely lonely right now as a generation probably the most loneliest we have ever been though we have like a, the whole internet in our phone but as people we are lonely so i think somewhere we are looking for uh, real relationships uh in youtube channels maybe in content creators so that is why there is an affinity towards people who broadcast themselves and their lives in the most real possible way 
so um and coupled with our loneliness and our uh, inability to make real connections because we are all in this bubble that is always on the phone trying very hard to distinguish what is real and what is virtual um you know we we the, the trouble is we find virtual experiences we we get real world satisfaction from virtual experiences right like when someone likes or shares your picture like you feel complimented like and and unfortunately but that's not true in the real world like nobody like how many times when you walk down the street people come and say hey i like what you're wearing hey you're looking good that doesn't happen that happens on the internet but you feel like a winner and when you switch that device off and you go into the real world and the the real world experience and the virtual world experience is so vastly different you feel upset right and yeah. so you want to just come back to this world where you are validated and um, so you want to seek connections on the internet so now i think we are going through that phase uh, in in our uh, whatever in our digital evolution and so i think now it's more about you connect to people you want to connect to subscribers you want to connect to blogs so uh, so the whole trend of content creation has changed uh, i don't think so many vlogs and uh, so many reaction videos live streaming uh you know uh, existed even 2 years ago so you see in 2 years the amount of uh, change in the whole internet uh, you know sphere so yeah that that's how the landscape change and like it's essentially human behavior offline driving um content behavior online seen the documentary yeah yeah what is your thought about it because people know, people have been shown like mm-hmm. this is what is happening mm-hmm. but how is it supposed to be affecting people there i mean actually in fact i've written about this it's uh, like uh, i mean like it's called like the algorithm that put uh, riya chakraborty behind bars so <laughs> you can you can just like uh, use social media you can game social media in a way using mass media if you have like a particularly devious mind like say like an arnab goswami where you can use all these tools at your disposal to sort of put your devious mind to play and to make whatever the fuck happen happen uh, but also the flip side is uh, if you are if you want to if you know the how the algorithm works and if you want to game that algorithm and you want to sort of uh, you want to bring about positive change it's also possible um but the like it's a proven fact right like fake news and hatred travels faster right, right. than good than than legit news and uh, whatever what was the opposite of hatred love maybe so um so i feel that um, i i i feel like um, that kind of um, is like how the algorithm works it it, this, it it sort of dictates our fucking relationships man um like uh, for example there is a weird phenomenon that that happens right now that i've been observing that i am the algorithm is dictating who my who whose life i know more like you know there i have a friend who is not on instagram mm-hmm. uh, but i don't know what's happening in his life but there are people who are went to college with they are on instagram who i interact with more on a regular basis so and i know more about their lives they know more about my life so what happens is i exchange more with them than like someone who is not part of this whole framework 
so uh, but this person is extremely close to me so so the algorithm is literally dictating my friendships like it is changing real life equations so um, so yeah the algorithm exists and it's uh, there to make somebody a lot of money priority is changing there that's what's happening yeah so coming back to you so at what point did you realize that you wanted to tell your own stories come and that basically indicated you that you have you paired up with your five partners and you come up with a startup so what at what point did you think that was supposed to happen and why, why did it happen oh uh, like I, i don't know like you know uh, after uh, you know after 2018 and 2019 when ab sort of uh, like went into a limbo and uh, decided to shut shop uh, we uh, i mean I, i i was like what do i do um the easy thing was i was getting a lot of offers to join companies and do some something similar as to what i was doing at iib um but i realized that the internet is going to change and it had started changing and um and i i realized that never will i have the amount of freedom and the amount of liberty amount of coolness and mind blowing people that we had at iib to recreate anything like that so whatever i would be doing then would be a very bad imitation of what i had done for the last 4 years so that was i was very clear i don't want to do that right um and so when this opportunity came up with my co-founders like who are essentially ex journalists and uh, you know writers journalists and writers i was like yeah this is everything that it is that is not comedy it's everything that doesn't depend on like youtube or like um, something i've done before um, and i was like yeah let's give this a shot so that's how this happened then nice and when it comes to all little things small uh, i would like you to tell me some uh, tell us something about it so and your specific project which is project 52 that you're working on where you come up with one story each week of the year mm. and what is the thought process behind that like what was what were you thinking when you were coming up with that so basically if i say all all five of you all five of you get something different to the table and how is the synergy between you guys when you had this thing that you came up with so uh i i would be the completely wrong person to talk about it too because that is uh, headed by my co-founder supriya she's the editor of it mm-hmm. and uh so i think the, the thing that you said was right that um, we're all different people in terms of uh, skill sets in, ter- in terms of experiences in terms of uh, yeah in, in in all those ways so uh, i think that's what makes it exciting like you know for me it is like how do i take like uh, you know quality cutting edge journalism uh, and uh, history and research and turn them into consumable pieces of content uh, to people like you and i like you know how 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 do we do that and uh, that is my challenge and, and and that is how i like put on my lens and view everything that's happening in the company so so yeah that's how we work and um, that's how we yeah that's that's essentially what we do Right, and within all little things, you have another sector which is forty-three, right? Forty, forty-seven. Forty-seven. Sorry, forty-seven. Right, I'm so sorry. So, yeah. what is that? How do you explain that? Uh, like putting into the small gist. 
so so 47 is essentially like a media channel that um, that is essentially made like news explainers to people who are in tier 2 towns and who like rely on this micro content uh, video apps for uh, entertainment and information so uh, so it is explainers that we specifically design which is under a minute um to uh, put together and you know that's designed to go viral on whatsapp so so that is the whole uh, idea of 47 coming to the main fact where everyone was been talking about i know that we're not supposed to be talking about cred but then the way you guys came up with such a crazy ad something mm-hmm. very radical there is something that's been bothering me like how do you get people to convince like the brand people the owners how do you get how do you convince them to trust you in being such so bold like especially the fair ads it is so different it is so radical it is something very different something that no one would have thought about it basically is mocking as well as entertaining as well as getting talking about the product itself how do you convince a brand to invest in something like this when they're not sure about it? because if you say if i if i'm a brand if i would want to do something i would basically basically give it to an influencer or give it to someone to talk about it but mm-hmm. how is got something very different done like this so i think i think this is a very easy question to answer because everyone at the brand side is super good mm-hmm. and um like it's not like we didn't know how to think before right uh, we are the same people like i've been working like now for 12 years but i mean uh, great ideas are there but who's going to back it like nobody has the balls to back it so uh, finally there is there are clients like this who say like yes like let's do this this is crazy like you know so usually every meeting with variety of clients start with hey we want something crazy something cool i mean this has been happening for a decade now i can tell you that and then you go with crazy cool ideas and then they shit in their pants and they're like hey fuck fuck you know it's like little too crazy but like can we can we like this is nice but can we do this 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 and that is not the idea at all and then you want your money you want to retain the brand so you compromise and then you just uh, go ahead and do shit so uh, it just like i think the success of cred as a campaign or whatever is just this completely on like the team at cred because they legit said we want something crazy and they legit approved what they thought was good and they just blindly trusted all of us to make it happen and there was no there was nobody overthought it or uh, what do you say like um there was no like um uh, yeah it was just like they went by instinct and gut and uh, and that's what you want in the business right someone with balls to take decisions that are big decisions step, and step. kind of take a risk like if you want crazy risky content you have to be crazy risky yourself right there is an obviously an element of failure but i think most brands want cool crazy stuff but they don't want risk and that is never going to work out so uh yeah and uh, i think the 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 success there is with the brand and the team at cred as a profession what would you say what would you what would you what's your take on that i think uh writing as a profession is uh is 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 like 
is that it's best it's it's a best time to be a writer uh simply because you have um you have the internet you you like it earlier there there, there are a lot of there were a lot of gates to get into this industry uh okay. but now there is not you can just write and you can like this it's you get paid for it uh everyone wants content the content has boomed so you need to like everyone wants writers everyone wants content creators so it's the best time to be a writer you get paid well um it's almost as good as any other job uh if you work hard and if you are willing to sort of uh, sort of take risks so i think as an industry it's really improved where than where it was like say 10 years ago 10 years ago if you were a writer you could just be a journalist or a copywriter you had nothing else and now you can write like your ott shows you can join like content companies you can like even like a zomato wants writers even uh, like you know brands like cult they want writers everyone wants writers because it's all about experience right now right so if you're on an app you want to like the app needs to read well it needs to have a particular tone of voice so um so yeah so writing as an industry right now is uh, at its all time peak you can say how do you know the value of your writing and how do you set a price so that is something like monetary terms yes everyone has some kind of expectation what do yeah. you say would be one way to judge yourself i think this is a it's a very like that's a problem with writing you know it's so subjective like how do you charge like what do you do so uh, at least what i do is i generally uh, i'm like okay if someone had i put a monthly cost to what i would make right like i'm like i have to make x rupees every month uh, at this level and considering like how much you got paid previously you know okay you add 20% to that and that should be your rate right now and then you take your you take your monthly cost and you then divide it into hours almost and be like okay this job is going to take me 10 hours to do this is what my cost is going to be so that is a one way crude way of doing it but honestly there's no answer to this question you go into the market get screwed over a couple of times get underpaid don't get paid and then you'll be like fuck this my this is what my watch is and then you'll be like okay this client seems shady i'll go to cost more and then take more of an advance because i know he's going to run away later and not pay me so yeah so it's a it's a very there's a lot of variables in this game that are looking for remote or freelance writers basically i think uh you, i don't know you just approach them on like just keep like i i think one thing is you need to have a good food digital footprint yourself if you're a writer no so uh make sure your linkedin page or your instagram or your twitter is an exciting place because the minute you are asking someone for a writing gig the first thing that they'll do is look at your profile all right and they'll they'll see how you write they will they will look google you they'll see if if any of your written pieces are on the internet so you need to have a set good digital footprint as a very first level of a conversation starter um so uh, and packaging and marketing yourself is also a very important skill in this industry because it's unregulated and there's a lot of freelance work a lot of freelance writers so 
the way you package yourself, the way you talk about your work, uh, the way you kind of push your work out. Uh, these all seem like very shallow things to do, but they are very important. Uh, like, I mean, it's only fair that if you are helping in marketing and branding other companies, you bloody well market and brand yourself also in a good way. So, I think uh, a good digital footprint is always a nice thing to have when you are approaching companies. What what is the format that you would pick and want to excel in? Uh, you mean me personally or like personally like the, for personally for me and then overall also you can tell me both. I know I for me I I I think like uh, like I mean the reason we all started this company I think true stories and non-fiction is going to maybe dictate at least your OTT play Correct. and uh, and stories because. Like I said, people are looking for uh, real things and true connections on the internet. So, uh, if you look at some of the biggest shows and movies that are doing well, both in India and abroad, it's it's always like something that's it's a it's a true story. So I feel that as a format will kill. I mean, I'm hoping it does. Uh, and yeah, that's what it is, and that's what I want to. And I'm hoping the internet also wants to see most of those, more of those. So, like you said, real stories. Like, how do you, how do you write real stories? How do you keep it, like, get it, the attraction that it needs? How would you make it entertaining? What would you say for that? I, I, I think, I think it's a lot of research and how you present that research, build captivating characters. I mean, I think the biggest example is like, look at the most talked about show right now in India. It's a scam, Harsha Mehta's story, right? Like, it's a true story, and to see how well they presented it. So, I think. Uh, yeah i think uh, I, i think and how how you adapt it and um, the characters that you build is what's going to make it that's true thank you deva i think we should conclude this i don't want to keep you for long thank you Most so much nice. for coming on board with us and i had a lovely chat with you i hope to get you on board with us for another thing which we'll talk about soon and sure. thank you thank you so much steve it was a pleasure and uh, thank you guys for watching i am hope uh, If you were watching, I hope you didn't get bored. Thank you so much. Thank you, Deva. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you, guys, for staying online with us and having the experience with us. Have a lovely evening, Deva. Stay safe. Thanks. You too. And yeah. hopefully, we see more of these radical ads that you put up. Be <laughs> forward to them. Sure. Thanks. Bye. 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 See you. Yeah.